0: Today on the TMZ Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Harvey Levin. And Jason. I just want to say, um, Charlie's out of town. I wanted to come in today and I wanted to talk about Dianne Feinstein. Dianne Feinstein has died. And it is is a moment in time for me. Um, I just want to kind of explain because I had a radio show back in 1978. And... um, she was one of my first guests. I had, it was a radio talk show on KMPC. And she was a member of the uh, California board of, uh, the uh, San Francisco Board of Supervisors at the time. I believe she was president of the Board of Supervisors. And I don't even remember what the subject was, um, but I remember booking it. And when we finished, what I really remember is, wow, this woman is going places. Um, she seemed so smart and engaged. And, you know, it just reminded me that you can't look at somebody when they are very, very old and say, right. that is that person that lived such a long life. You have to really remember back and look back, you know, at the vibrant Diane Feinstein, who became a trailblazer, yeah. a trailblazer for women. Um, she was a huge force in the United States Senate. And really um, accomplished a hell of a
1: lot in just in terms of legislation over time, and really uh, had an impact. So, so most people probably don't know. So she's she's a, born a rich kid in San Francisco. Right. Works really hard, goes to Stanford, eventually becomes a member of the uh, the Board of Supervisors in San Francisco. The mayor at the time, George Moscone. Moscone. Moscone Mus- is assassinated. That's the Harvey Milk movie. Harvey Milk was another. So this
0: is where um, there was a, I, I don't even want to mention his name, but there was a guy right. um, who had it out for Harvey Milk and then George Moscone right. and shot them both to death. He was a homophobe. In, Harvey Milk was in gay. In-city Right, and, right. you know, and and Diane Feinstein, as the president of the uh, Board of Supervisors, suddenly became mayor. Right. And she had not had executive experience up to that point. And she got high grades, yeah. um, really high grades in San Francisco. Um, and that propelled her to the United States Senate.
1: Yeah. Where she served longer than any woman in the history of of yeah. the Senate. So she ran for governor in California in '90. I actually worked for a guy who ran against her in the primary. I'll never forget his name was John VandeCamp. I remember John VandeCamp. He was DA of LA County. Also from a very wealthy family. Another wealthy man, John VandeCamp. I remember I went to a like a fundraiser at somebody's house. And I was standing next to him, and he gives a speech. He said, "We're running against the primary against Dianne Feinstein to eventually face the the governor Pete Wilson." And he said, we really are not concerned about Diane Feinstein. I swear this is what he said, we're really not concerned about Diane Feinstein. We're targeting a campaign against the real challenge, which is Pete Wilson. We're not worried about Feinstein. Then he loses to Feinstein in the primary, and then he's never heard from again. And, you know, it's
0: interesting because that was back in a time, even though we're talking the 90s, which to me feels like, my God, that's 30 years after the civil rights yes. movement in the 60s. Yeah. It was still rare for women to become senators. Yeah. And, you know, it just speaks to... Um, Dianne Diane Feinstein's power and talent that she was able to do that. Because remember, Di- uh, John camp uh was from the uh was from LA County, and she was from San Francisco. There are far more people in LA County. So the smart money back then was if you're from the county that has more people, you're gonna get more votes right. and people right. don't know who she is up there. Yeah. Um, she wiped the
1: floor with him. And it she wiped the close. floor it with wasn't him. Close. Yeah.
0: And so look, I mean, we should talk about this. So, you know, she served for many, many, many years. Decades in the Senate. And over the last three or four years, um, her health failed. And she had many absences from Congress, most recently one for a couple of months where she was battling encephalitis. She was battling shingles um, and and other things. And she wasn't.
1: With it, right?
0: I mean, that was I. I think Pretty that's clear, fair right? to Neither say, not
1: physically or mentally. With it, and yeah. and,
0: and you know, she became a, kind of a, a a touch point for people to talk about when is enough enough. Yeah, and we're still having that talk today. Um, but you know, I, when I look at her, I think of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, and um and you know and and I think of Ruth Bader Ginsburg because look, I, I, personally, I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg was incredible and just incredible. But a lot of people, myself included, thinks maybe she overstayed her welcome because if she wanted her legacy really to live on, uh, President Obama could have appointed somebody, yeah. and it, w- it it turned out very different. So I think this conversation still revolves around... It's Diane a little Fine different Scott- here, because, it's her, a little because her heir
1: apparent will be appointed by a liberal uh, governor. Right. And so, and, yeah.
0: and we already know this is going to be a democratic black woman. That's Gavin Newsom's made that pledge. Right. Yeah. So
1: it is different in that sense, but the principle is still the same. Yep. And well, the principle extends to Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Mitt Romney came out when he res- resigned from the Senate and said, these two guys are oxygenarians. They both need to step aside. They both talk about the youth and tomorrow, but we're represented by 80-somethings. And in Biden's case and in Trump's case, too, there's been a lot of talk about they may not still have the same mental acuity they once had. And is it time to step aside? You know, she, she was a point of that conversation. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N.
0: And 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 it it is really interesting. I want to I want to get into Adam Schiff for just a minute yeah. in a minute, but I I do want to say it's you know it's interesting because. When when I was young, um, people would talk about young people are not uh, equipped to um, hold high offices. And now I think there's almost a backlash over that, that... There are people that are so old today, right. and you would think it it would have gotten younger over time, yeah. but this is the oldest I remember
1: it. Oh, people are living longer. Life. I mean, we had so many examples. That's true. Mitch McConnell's is another example. People are living into their 90s, and there's no term limits, and there's no mandatory retirement age from, from elected office, and so these people are serving into their 80s, and later, sometimes Diane Feinstein was 90, so still you got, serving. Okay, so now you got to wonder. Yeah. Adam Schiff, yeah. who
0: is a very um, visible, high-ranking member of Congress, who sat in the January 6th committee and has been a real voice uh, in Congress. He is uh, giving up his seat, or said he is giving up his seat, and he's been running for United States Senate. I know that there were rumblings that I know of um, that he was not happy when, uh, when Governor Newsom said, this is going to be a black woman. Because he feels like he's the most qualified for this. And frankly, I think he, had, mu- he, I think he, he yeah. would have had a real chance of getting the nomination. And the nomination in California is like winning the election. Right. So and now, he's got a
1: huge anti Trump voice and gotten a right. lot of, in a place like California, very popular because of it. So now, um, if, if Gavin Newsom is true to his word, and I'm sure he will be,
0: he is going to appoint a black woman um, and she will be the incumbent. Uh, in whatever election in, there is, in, whatever primary, and good luck beating whoever yeah. he picks.
1: Especially, it's only, what, the November, yeah. he was up for, ele- uh, for nomination it, 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 for uh, the election next in, year in November, yeah. right? exactly. So, um, but she'll still be, whoever
0: he picks is going to be an incumbent. Yes. And, um, Boy, he is screwed. <laughs> so I guess the question is, and, and I I don't see him doing this, I mean, does he keep running or does he say, you know, I'm just going to run for my seat again because he has seniority in the in the house yes so if he do, if he keeps running, the
1: likelihood is he's out of power totally. Right. So so he's definitely going to d- go back on his word and run for the House again. Will right? he? I, I don't think... Why wouldn't he? I mean, otherwise, he's out of a job. He's got to come back and uh, be a working stiff. And you I know? suppose
0: he could say, look, I'm doing this for party unity. Right.
1: And I, I guess he could make that play. Uh, but like I know he really, really wants this job. I guess... So, so there's been a couple of people that have been talked about as Gavin Newsom's likely uh, replacement for, for Feinstein. And it could be a placeholder. An, you know, it's... He said it's going to be a black woman. It could be somebody much older who's just a you know carryover, a holdover for. Gavin Newsom not going to do that. I don't think he's going to do it. No, I, this I is can, can I just say to, I know yeah. he's not going right. to do that.
0: Uh, the last thing Gavin Newsom yeah. is going to do is
1: point somebody
0: where age becomes another factor. He is <laughs> not going to do that. It makes no sense. The other
1: thing is Gavin Newsom is basically running for president right now. Absolutely. And so his pick is going to be somebody politically cagey. It's going to be it's going to be a well thought through. It's not just going to be somebody who he's doing political favors for. This is going to be somebody. Who can say? Look, I've now appointed two because he actually appointed the person who replaced uh, Um, uh, Barbara uh, Barbara Boxer. uh, Barbara Boxer, and and so he's replacing. This is a second one. And I'm going to make a
0: prediction here. Yeah, this person is going to be surprisingly more moderate. Than you would expect from Gavin Newsom. That's what I would expect as well. Because he's playing. He's with the running general, for president, like, exactly. And and when we say it, we we should just be fair here. To say he's running for president, he's not challenging Joe Biden right now, but he is in the wings. And you know, and everybody says, "Look, Joe Biden is running." Joe Biden is running, but even Nancy Pelosi said, "I hope he runs." So I think there is an asterisk there. Yeah. And if he really feels like he can't beat Donald Trump, uh. Joe Biden is a good man, and I could see him stepping if if he steps down, and I know there's a Kamala Harris issue, yep. but I could see Gavin Newsom He went for uh, like four four what four months away from the first primary. I I It's I, gotta I, happen w- soon. Uh, the guy is showing up at Republican debates. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna be debating right. DeSantis, right. which is uh, you know, I've never heard of anything yeah, like right. that. And he's gonna be doing it on Fox News. Yeah. The guy is saying I'm here in waiting, right? What I guess a gentleman in waiting, right. Um, right? And and that could happen. So look, I have no idea what you know what the machinations here are, right? But um, I think whoever Gavin Newsom picks is going to be aligned with what he's
1: doing right now, right? So going back to Diane Feinstein, huge legacy, right? The longest-serving woman in the history of the United States right. Senate. I think that a real trailblazer, as you said, sort of came to power in this, this horrible tragedy. But what a life she made of herself. What a political life she made for herself. You it's know what really I love amazing. about it, too, is that she was a person of wealth yeah.
0: and did not have to do any of this. It's hard yes, being a senator because not you're not just going back and forth from Washington, but you're fundraising all the time. It's a tough job. She didn't need to do that. Yeah. But she really felt that commitment. And when I interviewed her in 78, I really felt that from her right. when I talked to her. And, I, you know, look, I've done a gazillion interviews. And if you ask me to remember back to those days... I could probably remember on one hand right but she's one of them right and I and I've never forgotten it and I think about her from time to time and yeah. that interview and I because I, I just remember thinking, gosh I'm interviewing this supervisor and look at her now right and I've always kind of thought about that but I you know Jason I cannot tell you how impressed I was I remember finishing it and just thinking, God she was really impressive. I have not said that about a lot of politicians today, and especially people in Congress. Yeah, I said the contrary. So I don't know, I just, um, it gives me a really, it it makes me smile just thinking about what a a full life. Life well lived, for sure.